Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to Sharing My Truth. Hey, babes. Hello, darling. Hi, how are you? I'm good. And I'm Susie, and that's Mel. This is Mel. Say Mel. 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 <laughs> like Scary Spice. Oh, yeah. 25 years of the Spice Girls. Hot Mel. Fuck, Hot Mel. they just all look better. You know what I mean? They just have not aged. They've aged so well. Some of them look better than others. Really? Yeah. I think Ginger Spice looks Amazing. Oh, she looks fabulous. Fucking yeah. so she, good. She looks way better, but she's got a really rich husband. Maybe that. Oh, helps. fucking good for her. I mean, she's a goddamn Spice Girl, though. Yeah. She could have anyone she wants. That's true. But no, she is, looks super good, really elegant, really. She looks great. Sexy, sexy. Because she just turned 50. <gasps> that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like me. you're kind of like a Spice Girl, but that's what I'm saying. Really? I'm hot. I'm, I'm hot, the, scary I'm, Spice Mel. I don't know. You don't wear much cheetah print, though. I don't. Not no. as much as I'd like. I'm a big it's, cheetah print girl. It's not really my bag. Yeah, okay. That's I've fine. got pink. Yeah, you're pink girl. I've got pink on my glasses. Yeah, you're very pink girl. I love a bit of pink. Mm. But no cheetah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the Spice Girls are kind of what we're talking today. <laughs> if I was just to get in on them. As in, it's spicy or there are lots of them? <laughs> Both. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, why not? You yeah. know, because I, I think it's like... You, I if I could get into the Spice Girls and have like a big orgy with the Spice Girls, like that's that's what we're talking about today. Really? That that would be your thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think um You do you Susie. I think ginger with spice would be the best one, to be honest. Yeah. I mean Oh yeah, that's right. They all kind of had relationships with each other as well, didn't they? Didn't you know that? What? Oh yeah. <gasps> Is this British gossip that I've oh, never yeah. heard? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I think uh scary mel mel b right yeah. yeah slept with ginger spice and then she she outed her on british television fuck and they got ginger off. spice got well annoyed with her no and then i think one of the others but i think there was a there were shenanigans oh i'm fucking obsessed with that but i yeah. don't like the outing thing that's fucked up no and it's not cool i mean if that's that really was meant cool. to be private and everything i'm happy they got it on I yeah. bet Ginger Spice was just like really good. I'm, Melby just can handle I, I, it. I have no comment really. I don't know. I was not a big Spice Girls fan, to be honest with you. Maybe they were just maybe just a little past your prime in that time. What do you mean past Stop my prime? Right I was in my no, but I mean like you were in your. Me. Yeah, so you were in your twenties or thirties when they were big. No, my twenty. I'm the same age as the Spice Girls, so they were in their twenties. Right. I was in my twenties. Right, but maybe, like, Spice Girls were for younger girls, no? Like, they were for, like, 13-year-olds. Yeah, it was a bit weird. It's a bit boppy, like, pop boppy. At the time it was, and then later on, everyone kind of got on the Spice Girls bandwagon, now I feel, because it was such a massive Brit-pop girl band, and I don't think there's been one since. No, they were were the powerhouse. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, we're getting on about the Spice Girls. This is a lot about um, the Spice Girls. (laughs) Honestly, it's all relative, because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about polyamory 
and monogamy. Yeah, I love the way you've got it round polyamory and monogamy, not monogamy and polyamory. Because polyamory is the goddamn future, baby. That's what your that's your mindset. Absolutely, like Paul. The way I think about it, um, I mean, it's just it's so much more future forward and future thinking to have multiple people you love and not even just love but share your body with and like you know the only other species that does this is swans and lobsters and lobsters mm. monogamy yeah i just feel Mate i feel life. it's a bit old-fashioned for the future of sexual fluidity well I, if you put it like that then yes it is it is isn't it i, I mean What's my view? Well, my view is probably different to your view. However, I would say everyone has to do what's right for them, what makes them happy. Of course. And what makes me happy is not what makes the next person happy. Uh, I mean, like my only real comment would be it could get very complicated. A hundred percent. And I mean, very complicated, especially if your families and you have children involved and stuff like that. It can get it gets super complicated. And then what happens if that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. If the love is not evenly distributed between all the members of a polyamorous group, mm-hmm. so let's say you kind of all start, yeah, from one point. But I've seen this before. Not not necessarily. I mean, personally, don't know any polyamorous couples or many might know one is that i've seen it in like sort of movie you know like sort of popular yeah. culture type of things where you know you start off in a in a, a thruple i guess yeah and then the the bond or the love or whatever grows stronger between two and the three mm-hmm. i mean obviously polyamorous i mean that's where like to be jealousy three. comes in right where yeah but that's a hu- natural human state i know it? but i think you can you can combat jealousy in the same way you can combat any other emotion. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like if oh. you if you know that you're a very jealous person and this most likely polyamory is not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say you wanted to try it, but you know you're a jealous person. You know, you can always work on that emotion and mm-hmm. try to feel, you know, happy for your partner who's for also sure. feeling pleasure with for someone sure. else. Sure. Look, I'm not saying it can't work and in, in and many logical if you look at it logically, it, it, it maybe it does work because it also means that everyone kind of is happy in the sense that sometimes you want to do your own thing in a relationship and mm-hmm. you don't want to always please the other person. And I don't mean just sexually. If, if there's more people, then it kind of gives more room for everyone to kind of do their own thing. So I do I do understand that. I do obviously understand, obviously understand the sexual element because... You know, there are so many people saying today, and it's it's not really, it's not just started today, it started, you know, years ago, that monogamy is not a natural human state because mm-hmm. human beings want to have multiple partners or have sexual desires or whatever for, other, for, for multiple partners. So mm-hmm. can monogamy actually work? The fact is society is actually set up, although, albeit very old-fashioned, for monogamy yeah so things would have to change in many ways if because you we live in a christian world yeah in a, in a christian in a Judeo, new world yeah judeo christian world absolutely and but i mean i guess the answer is it really depends on the couple it depends on you yeah it depends on like you said your levels of jealousy or whether you could you know or also whether you have the capacity or the desire or the need to love more than one person yeah 
It kind of depends on a lot of different things because it's not just sexual, is it? Because it may start that way, mm-hmm. but then obviously it may, it's it's going to become love. And if you extend that into a family, mm-hmm. you know. I uh, mean, polyamory, I think, is, you know, just as old as oh, monogamy. Sure. You know, it's just obviously our, our society we now live in. But I mean, I think monogamy has just been used as a way not that this is the only way but it's been used as a way to kind of suppress us and put us into boxes that maybe we just do not fit in and whether you know obviously if you want to be monogamous that's amazing that's beautiful Mm -hmm. you want to have one partner and share your life with them of course and like not saying any part of it is wrong but like there's other ways that people can live um that's if they want to be like what we can call like ethically um Mm non-monogamous and of like you know, making sure you're telling your partner, making sure that everyone involved is completely consensual and like understanding of like, this is what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what's going to make us the most happy, all of us the mm-hmm. most happy and not just like one person, mm-hmm. like what we usually see in like yeah. polygamist yeah. families where yeah. it's like, mm, maybe this isn't probably the right thing for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's obviously just a whole smorgasbord of different people who want to live so much differently and for whether sure. that's legal or not or ethical or not, you know, I think it just depends on the person. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I completely agree with everything mm-hmm. you just said. I, I think that it what everyone has to be completely on board. Everyone has to be wanting this. So what is often the problem, I think, from my point of view, in and that goes down to even like relationships, like just where it's sexual, just like a threesome, mm. is often one or two people want it three people do not equally want it in the same way Mm -hmm. or people go along often in relationships with something that somebody else wants because they want them to be happy Mm -hmm. then you are in a as far as i'm concerned dangerous territory because ultimately you won't be happy yeah if you are in a relationship whether it's an open relationship or whether it's polyamorous and all the people involved know and that's what everyone wants everyone's happy then that's great. Then th- there's no reason why that shouldn't work. And mm-hmm. and I and I do think it's completely wrong for people to judge it. And we still are not in a space where we live in a society where people are not judging that. that Absolutely. That we're nowhere near that. But I think there are, it's, it's difficult. And I don't think there are that many people, and talking of all the people in the relationship who would all be happy. And I think that can be the problem. Yeah, I mean, like, just like you're saying, like, you know, people aren't open with themselves. Yeah. Because, you know, to come out to your family as mm-hmm. being like, I am in a polyamorous relationship. Like, yeah. that is a lot to take in as a family or, like, friends and being like. Yeah. Because a lot of people, not that um, not that being a polyamorous is, like, morally incorrect, but a lot of, for a lot of people, they don't understand mm-hmm. why that some people, you know, a lot of people go towards you're wrong. Mm-hmm. There's probably something else going on. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to be jealous. I don't believe that you can do this. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to break up. And people yeah, are sure. just not supportive. For sure. So people just, a lot of people are in the closet. Like, I don't know of any polyamorous relationships in my groups that I've ever been mm-hmm. a part of mm-hmm. um, in my adult life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and I'm sure I've known some, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, to whether people come out themselves towards it, it's just... I mean, if you're polyamorous and you're a friend of mine, please let me know. Yeah. I want to talk about it. Absolutely. Let's chat about it. Absolutely. I mean, (laughs) look, I mean, at the end of the day, life 
I always say that life is short, but life is long kind of thing. Yeah. So it's short in the sense that you have to do what you want to do and you yeah. have to live it in the way that makes you happy. But it's long in the sense, if you're unhappy, it's a bloody long time, right? So you have to do the things that you want to do in life, whether that is be monogamous and have children and have a more traditional life. And if you feel that's what's going to make you happy, or if that is the opposite, then you have to do that because life, it's... It's it's depressing if you don't live the way you want to live, right? Yeah. I just think the reality of actually finding people who are all on board, all want to do the same thing, it's a sustainable thing. Or maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe you just do it and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm sure there can be, or there are people who get, you get involved in a relationship and then it doesn't work and then you're blowing up all these lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the only thing I can sort of compare it to is I've known people who've been into swinging. Oh, yeah, great. And they wanted to do it because they wanted to obviously have more sexual partners. And then they go to, I guess generally it's sort of swinging parties. It's like their friends, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the old days, they used to call it key parties. But yeah. So they go to the parties and then the intention is it that it's, complete, it's just sexual. Mm -hmm. But I've known two couples where they've met and there are, they've met a partner and they've gone off and they've left their original partner, which is not the point of swinging. The swinging point is just to have the experience. Yeah, and then go back and be happy with your partner. But yeah. they've actually completely left the original partner. So I mean, that could that probably would have happened anyway. For sure. Though. And I agree yeah. with that. That that like if you if you're not if you're that going to be led astray, it probably yeah. would have happened anyway. Oh my god, that's difficult. It's just getting to that right balance, right? And finding the right people, finding your community about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. There is a huge polyamorous community yeah, that we sure. just are just, they're underground or not underground, sure. but like we just don't know about them. Obviously, if you're going to sex clubs or any of these things mm -hmm. that are more fetish friendly, mm -hmm. you're obviously going to find more of your people. You know, go to Facebook group. <laughs> I'm sure they I know, have there probably there. is a Facebook There group. probably is. Know. You know, like there's, yeah. there's, there's more ways to find people like you yeah. than you think yeah and and that's true it must be very diff must be difficult to like you know this is i mean do people what's the point actually if they're in a polyamorous relationship how does that happen yeah i mean you just do have they, to find the right people do they does it evolve that way do mm -hmm. they start do two people start and then they bring like this whole idea of the unicorn right right that you bring in your unicorn partner yeah i've been a unicorn before you've been a unicorn absolutely not for like a partner but just for like a threesome Oh, so like one-off One-offs, okay. yeah. So I'm not sure if a unicorn, because I saw this in a documentary. Okay. Where this woman was a unicorn. So there's people were having a relationship, people, this, a man and a woman having a relationship. Yeah. And they had this unicorn partner. Yeah. Which I find fa fascinating and fantastic that she's called a unicorn. Yeah, I love that. And she I didn't know that's what they were called. Yeah, comes in to the relationship for, well, I mean, I think initially it's sexual, but then it's not necessarily sexual. Yeah. And they sort of have a polyamorous thing. So I'm not sure if there's cro crossover there because that unicorn person isn't necessarily having a full-time relationship with the other two people. But the point is that she's a unicorn because she's what they both want. And she's like, I guess, spreading magical dust on their relationship and making them happy. I have no I idea why she's, see. I guess that's why she's called a unicorn. Yeah. But then does that then develop into a polyamorous relationship? I have no idea. Well, no, I think it can. Can. But I think if the woman or man who would be the unicorn or whoever mm -hmm. would be the unicorn, um, I think it would just be like, you know, they could come and go as they please. Maybe that person is just a very 
non-monogamous person. They kind of want to sleep with a bunch of yeah, people and they don't I mean, want a relationship at all. So that's the thing. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I think that that could work like, so if you think about it, you know when you've ever been on holiday with friends, mm-hmm. holiday, vacation. Vacation, holiday for, for, in for British. North, for North Americans. When you've gone on vacation with friends yeah, and it, they can often drive you nuts because you want to sure. do your thing and then they have their whole thing planned out. Especially, have you ever been on vacation with friends where I'm pretty chilled, I don't really, mm-hmm. my whole life the is same structured way. and scheduled and I have to do a lot of stuff like you in the day. When I go on vacation, mm-hmm. I don't want to schedule I do not want to be going mm-hmm. to the museum at 9 a.m. Yeah. and meeting somebody for a run at 6 a.m. or and whatever it is. Forget it. It's not happening. And I've been on vacation with friends who are like that. And it's just a complete, and I love them to death. Of course. But it's a total nightmare. And you're, I don't give a shit about the next bridge in wherever or the next museum or I'm just going to go and have a beer. <laughs> yes. You go to the- So then I think of polyamorous relationships of like, oh my God, there's all these people. Because the more people in a thing, like, and I'm talking friendship, that's what I'm talking about, going on vacation, the more complicated life is because you've got to please all these people. Yeah. You're not wrong because I feel like even one relationship is a lot. Exactly. So I I get this, obviously, the sexual element, wanting to bring some some excitement or whatever it is. But the relationship, oh, my God, another person, another person to keep happy, another person to kind of like... Um, you know, like deal with their foibles, like the way they put they put their towel on the floor or their toothbrush not back in the whatever it is, you know what yeah. I mean? That yeah. I don't get. Why do you want another? Well, it's funny, like I think what does it diminish? I think it? a polyamorous it relationship. Easier? I think um honestly, like consent is so important in polyamorous yeah. relationships. And so I think communication might even be better in polyamorous relationships That's than monogamous point. relationships. That's a good point. Because, fuck, if one person, if you're with one person and you've mm-hmm. had a long day and they're pissing you off, you know what I mean? It's just like... That's a good point. To talk to this one person and maybe they don't... It's just a whole thing. But if you're like, you know, if you're like an actual kind of a community... As long as you're not talking behind each other's backs. Yeah. Because that's, that's crazy and toxic. I wonder if that does happen. Well, I'm sure it does. But that's other toxic relationships, you know? But like, you know, I, it might just... It might be that the communication is actually just is better because you can have like not like family meetings but kind of diffuse it you but mean. kind of diffuse it in a better way being interesting. like you know interesting point yeah understanding everyone's yeses and nos already from the get-go that's an interesting yeah i never thought of it like that i mean the average polyamorous couple how many people are in it three or four i think you do have as many as you want i watched a thing that was like six god that's just it's like... so many but do six people all sleep in the same bed at night? I think they like to. Can you actually find a bed for six people? I was telling you, I was watching this thing, and this woman came into their house. It was um, on Netflix. And they she made a bed so that they could all cuddle in. But how many of them were there? Six. Oh, my God. Yes. And six of what sex? Gender? All of them. Like boy, girl, boy, girl, boy, girl, or something like that. Wow. Yeah. So three boys, three girls. Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. All oh my God. Well, where's the level? And oh they just God. like all have different fetishes. It was so interesting. Wow. I forget the, the name of the show. It was like um it's this woman who builds sex rooms for couples. Wow. And it's actually amazing and hilarious. A lot of it's like a lot to take. Right. But the one the episode about polyamorous, this polyamorous family, and I believe it was like this couple that start like they were just like a couple and then they found someone and then they found someone else and then they found mm-hmm. someone else and then they found someone else. And like 
it just turned into this now poly family and they all live together and they have this like new like nice little sex room that they go in and they do everything it's amazing sort of switch around they all switch around however they want God, if not, one person's not feeling it, the other one can. I was in the no day pressure or days in the week. <laughs> no, so, wow, it's a lot of orgasms to have in one day. Imagine. That How do you work? How do you get any work done? I don't know. That's a lot. Of, that's complicated. <laughs> it's a bit complicated, but you know, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's for me. I don't even think I'm. I could be a polyamorous person. Like, is in like being in a relationship. With more than one person. That's what I'm saying. That's like hardcore. Isn't being it? a non-monogamous person, you know, and just having that open relationship That's and different. open conversation, it's totally different. That's different to be in an actual relationship with other yeah. people it's at the same time. Because there's just Make so much. Because love is such a huge, yeah, powerful emotion. Well, it's all-consuming and all-consuming yeah. with six people. Yeah, I'm not sure I could handle it. I mean, like I've always said, like I've been married 25 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I these people and in my family in particular, everyone's been married an average of four times. I just give up after wow. one. I mean, it's just like, what's the point? Yeah, I it's mean, a it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, and to like, I don't know. I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, I. It's for definitely. It's not for everyone, and that's obviously why monogamy has gone so far as it mm-hmm. has. We haven't gone into polyamory, but mm-hmm. I think because Gen Z is getting much more sexually fluid mm-hmm. and. All of these new genders, which are amazing, are coming out. Yeah. You know, people are wanting so many different things. Yeah. And it's been yeah. incredible to, like, watch it happen in real time. Right. And I'm not saying that polyamory is going to be, like, you know, out, mm. you know, the monogamy people. No. I doubt that's ever going to happen. But, you know, to have yeah. more and people well, that have, are out. To have options. But I think that's the thing, is there has to have to be – you you basically do what you want to do. So the people who want to be monogamous, you're monogamous. The people mm-hmm. who want to be polyamorous, you're polyamorous. The people who want to be open, be open, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But as long as whoever you're in the relationship with is happy with that yeah, and is all on board with that, then yeah. that's completely fine. But we are not there as a society. And I don't just mean Gen Xers or boomers or older, even older than that, thinking, oh my God, you know, that's like blows their mind kind of thing. I think a lot of, a lot of people, even millennials and totally. younger, that would blow their mind and totally. they wouldn't want it. If they did want it, there wouldn't be so many people with so many problems with people cheating. Well, here's the thing also where it's like, and we've talked about this before, but it's it's like you have to love yourself first. 100%. Obviously, yeah. to actually be okay with loving someone else first and then maybe loving someone other than that, yeah, right? I, like I always say that... If you're in a relationship, you have to be happy. A relationship will make you happier, probably. You know, will add to your happiness, Mm -hmm. if you like. It is not going to make you happy. If you are seeking a relationship to make you happy, that's bad. bad, A bad news, as far as I'm concerned. You have to find some happiness in yourself, in your life, in your work, in your your family, and whatever it is. But you have to be happy yourself. And then you have a relationship with somebody and together or more than together, because if you're polyamorous, there's more than one, then you're happier. (laughs) Yeah. It's not the answer to happiness. And I think most people or a huge percentage of people who are in monogamous relationships, they meet somebody quite young or youngish, say in your 20s, and you are looking, you are seeking happiness. And you think that happiness is going to come in the form of a person, not in yourself. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's the root of a lot of people's problems. And I've seen it time and time and time again. People are looking for happiness in another person, which is a huge amount of pressure to put on another person rather than being happy themselves. And then they don't want the same things in life. They're not going for the same goals. They're not interested in the same things. And they sort of keep going as long as they can. And then it just kind of doesn't work anymore for a yeah. variety of different reasons. I mean, you have to have that, your own sense of your self-worth. 100%, yeah. To bring any other kind of emotion in. Because you're always going to like feed off of someone else's you know, thoughts of you and things like this. If you don't have those positive thoughts yeah. towards yourself. You have to, because if you think about a relationship, whether you're, um, you know, in a, you know, you've been together a couple of years or you're in, you're younger, so you're 18 and you've been with somebody for a year or you're my age and you've been married for 25 years. If you are that reliant on another person, mm -hmm. somebody can turn around, whoever it is and go, that's it. I've had enough. Yeah. Then what do you do? If you're just like a shell of a person and it's just that other person that makes you whole yeah then you're in trouble aren't you and that happens often because people seek happiness or they a they look for a partner that they they think is going to make them happy full stop and they look for that partner they think they're going to find this partner and if they don't want or they're not exactly the way they want them they're going to be able to change them mm -hmm. and make them exactly what they want well people don't change that much they kind of evolve a bit but they don't actually change so i mean i i you know those are my thoughts. I love that. So Mel, what do we think about, you know, the fact that possibly, you know, scientific studies have been done mm -hmm. to say that non-monogamous couples or people are happier than monogamous ones? Yeah, I mean, I think there is, there's quite a lot of studies. And if I look at my facts. <gasps> it's Mel's fact check time. So this is an article by YouGov America. Okay. So the YouGov America. Yeah. YouGov, not YouGov America. Gov. Um, and I will link all of this in the blog. Okay, great. So it's all going to be there so you'll see all the facts. That one third of Americans say their ideal relationship is non-monogamous. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. It's a huge percentage of people. Yeah. And that um, might obviously not be like polyamorous, but just not monogamous, as in like an open relationship of some sort. Yeah, that they can't see that that's going to work for them mm -hmm. exactly for whatever reason. So a ja this this article is actually from from twenty twenty, but it said that a January poll they did of more than thirteen hundred U.S. adults found that one third of U.S. adults said that their ideal relationship is non -mon monogamous to some degree. Mm -hmm. So right. that's complicated what does that mean exactly i don't know yeah like are they ethical sluts or non-ethical sluts well yeah i mean that's the problem so and so 43 percent of millennials are particularly likely to say their ideal relationship is non-monogamous millennials millennials yeah though on equal percentage 43 percent of millennials say that their ideal relationship is completely monogamous mm -hmm. so i think it's sort of fairly split but i think what they have said in this article they said that they did a poll in 2016 and it was 60 2016 so that to this to this article was four years earlier that 61 percent said it would be they wanted to be completely monogamous so the point is it had shifted in that time yeah period. and that's probably a lot to do with gen z's yeah well gen even z's like growing up two years now yeah, and Gen Z's growing 2023. up. 2023, fuck, it's 2023. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> I was thinking what? today, it's three years. Holy shit. It's sort of around this time since the beginning of the pandemic. Can you believe that? Oh my God, I went 
cry. Okay. Anyways, yeah, keep going. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, among U.S. adults who are in relationship, 23% say their current relationship is non-monogamous to some degree. So that's people who know yeah. that it's non That's a lot, 23%. 23% is not a lot. Well, that seems like that. Twenty three percent of people are happy with that. Yeah, people are people are fucking getting on a good time. But so, so that's I think that's the thing. To that's really... not just millennials. That's like everyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, about three in ten millennials in a relationship say their relationship is non monogamous. Of this group, eight percent define their relationship as completely non monogamous. I mean, there could be an element that millennials depends what age group what age you're talking about millennials and they're quite they're young mm -hmm. so they're not actually wanting to be they're not ready for monogamous monogamous relationship i mean that could be part of it yeah but i mean yeah most likely that is a part of it i hope that's a part of it i want people to have sexual experiences before they settle down right. yeah that's and the not be only way to do this if you have yeah. less than one or less than three partners i don't know it just feels the, like the prop i think the thing is not enough no, but also you you don't know when you're going to meet somebody. Yeah. So you could be 15, 16, 20, 23, 25. Yeah. What do you do if you've met the love of your life mm -hmm. and you're 20 mm -hmm. or, you know, 18 and you have yeah. no experience? What do you do? Just say, oh, sorry, hang on a minute. I'll just come back to you in five years. It's just doesn't gross. The fact work, that it doesn't work like that. I mean, like it? we've talked about this as well, where it's like, People are still talking about body count and like yeah. how many people have you slept with? Like shut the fuck up. Like it matters. Like you want people to be experienced and know their body. Yeah. Like that, that's my full stop today. Like right. that's it. Like yeah. that's, it doesn't make sense to me that anyone would want to ha have sex with less people than that. Like it's so confusing. Like don't you want people to be free and sexual and be good and good in bed? Yeah. In quotes with you. But that's the irony, isn't it? Yes. That often, and particularly men, yeah. want women who are ex know what they're doing but haven't had any sexual partners. Yeah. And you're like, it doesn't work that way. Sorry. It doesn't work like that yeah. way at all. But I, I I think I don't know, it's 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 difficult. I mean, I don't understand why people care mm -hmm. because you know, why do they care? Why I don't do know. they care I don't at know. all? I mean, it, and and why do they care? Is it jealousy? Is it that if somebody you have a partner and and you find out that partner's had a lot more? That's sort of I think traditionally the viewpoint. Let's say, and it was particularly men on women. Yeah, if they had less partners than the woman, then it would bug bug them because it made them a. I think it's probably the, the same. Like. It's like the same thing where it's like your if your girl has like a a better job than you let's say makes right. more money than you right then the man gets all scared not right. is get not but can yes get spooked because they're like oh my god now i'm not a man anymore it's like oh yeah, my and, fucking and god are we still doing this exactly and i think there's also a huge level of hypocrisy because i think in gen z's today particularly mm -hmm. gen z's they have a lot of sexual partners very young yeah so they have, you know, by the time they're sort of 18, they've already had six, seven, maybe more sexual partners. Yeah. Which I'm realistic about. A lot of parents of my age would be absolutely horrified if they, they knew that or so thought that. They'd think funny. it was just... Yeah. Whereas I think perhaps, let's say, older millennials or Gen Xers, I don't think that was the case. Yes, you'd had sexual partners by the yeah. time you are 18, of varying degrees, but you probably hadn't had as many. 
Yeah. I think you probably had less. Yeah, but that's just I, the times. I, I, I think it is. And lack I, of birth I, control and whatever else. Well, I don't know. My generation, there was no lack of birth control. Birth con- well, I grew but like up just in the England, conversation. I could go and get it. I got it when I was, yeah. so I could get 16, 17. It was but like the knowledge of it. You know what I mean? No? No. I mean, it, and especially I didn't grow up my whole childhood in England, but I spent sort of a certain part of my teens there. Mm-hmm. And in the UK, well, in England, there, the condoms were free. You could go and get them from a family planning clinic. Yeah. They're free. You can still do that. Contraception is completely free. Wow. In England. You didn't pay for the pill. God, that'd be amazing. Um, I think now there's like a standard fee, but it's not like here. Yeah. The, 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 you know, the cost. And here it's, and in Ontario, it's only subsidized until you're 25. I don't know what the mm-hmm. government thinks happens after you're 25. Yeah, you want to have babies or something. Oh, yeah, it's really nice. I don't fucking know. I mean, anyway, that's another discussion for another <laughs> time. But um, I don't know. It doesn't, I'm not sure. Is it, and it's not that it's easier to meet people. I don't know what it is. Why? Maybe it's just this idea of more fluidity, less barriers, yeah, less fear. I don't know, but that is another thing, and we've talked about this before, and I'm going to mention this again because mm-hmm. it does concern me as a mother, okay. Susie. Okay. Is that the, there's nothing wrong with sexual fu- fluidity, mm-hmm. so I'm having a problem with mm-hmm. my word today, as long as you are careful. Yes, I know. We talk about this. We it, love it. It's, it's a serious thing. Let's be safe. Safe yeah. sex. I mean... Not only do you not want an unexpected pregnancy that is not fun, Mm -mm. but you do not want the myriad of things that Mm -hmm. you can get that you cannot get rid of. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just obvious. Multiple partners more, like, increases your chances of getting an STI. Of course. Of Of course. course. Of course. So let's be safe. Mel, I've told you this idea of us. We're going to get condoms with our faces on them. Please. And they can think of us when they wrap I'm their not willy. I'm sure they really want to be thinking about me. Wrap their okay. willy. What, what, yeah. hmm. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do it. Okay. I'm down. I'm ready. You're ready. Yeah. I want to, and I also want to encourage, it's so important for particularly young women and young men to go and get tested. Yes. They don't do it. I talk about it all the time. I think it's important. Why do you ever hang up about that? Yeah. Why do you care, like, your kids, how many partners they've had or whatever? But you must, it's really, really important to go and get tested. Everyone, let's be a realist, has had unprotected sex at some point in their life because sex is not a logical thing and you don't most of the time go, oh, just hang on a minute. I'm just, you know, you. It's in the moment. Exactly. Yeah, things happen. And that, therein lie the problem, Susie. And, you, you know, but if the more partners you have, you have to be careful. You really do. Yeah. Let's just, so what do we take? Let's get tested. Yeah. Wear a condom. Absolutely. Have some little birth control. Your choice. Dealer's yeah. choice. Absolutely. Birth control. But remember, birth control is only for pregnancy people. Of course. I know. I've had conversations with young people. That sounds very patronizing. Sorry, but people younger than me. Yes. People need to wear condoms. And I'm not sure they know that. Like, I know. No, 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 no. It doesn't protect you from anything other I know. than... They don't know. understand. Yeah. I know. Y- you need to wrap it up kind of thing. <laughs> you got to wrap up your willy. Yeah. Tell them. And... Tell them. Say <laughs> it. <laughs> wrap up your willy. Thank you. Yeah. Mother Mel. And also oral sex. Yeah, I know. That's I know. a tough one. It's a very tough like, one. Like, let's just be honest about it. As I've said it. to you before, it's like doing it in a crisp packet. Remember, I explained that to you. Like that's what they say in England. A chip, that's you know, really chips. funny. Well, it's just like it's crunchy. Just ta- like 
unless you're going to get flavored condoms, which honestly I have not seen in a while. You know, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure you're not wearing condoms. Like, let's be no, honest now. No. But like, I have not seen flavored condoms in a very long time. And not that I'm looking either very much because, you know, but Jeff I mean, buys them. But like, it's it's just, it's interesting because I'm not to suck dick and to taste lube the entire time. As a person who likes sucking dick, that's a lot. Okay. It really, it's well, not good I for mean, anyone. It's besides not, the STDs. It's not the whole point of oral sex is it and we are now going very far off sorry we're very off topic we're gonna get right Marvelous. back on it but no but st- actually it's not that far off if you think about because it multiple partners it's all about you know we gotta be jiggy. safe getting jiggy baby getting jiggy with it Absolutely. wrap your willy get jiggy yes wrap your willy please thank do you that. mel please I love you saying that please do that <laughs> and moving on um, well, do you have any more facts for us, Mel? Or was that it? Oh, well, I probably have some more. Because I distracted you. You did. I sent you on a, on a rampage no, on, on good STI checks. IPod. No, I mean, that was, oh, actually, no, I do have another fact. So when asked about how they would feel if a partner came to them wanting to engage in sexual activity with someone else, most Americans, 67% of them, 67. say they wouldn't be okay with this. Yeah, so they w- wouldn't be okay with their partner having sex with somebody else. 67%. 67%. That's a lot. Yeah, because I think most people are not okay with that, Un, mm. you know. Right. So just 6% say they would be okay with this, while 17% say their comfort with this would depend on the details of the situation. Yeah. So I think fundamentally, I think, I think, I think I've, I think. Do we have I'm, it? I'm having an aha moment. Okay. This is my aha moment. Okay. This, this could help the human race. Wow. Susie, is I think that human beings like the idea of lots of partners because, well, because it's more exciting and blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's, it's not, don't, don't need a rocket scientist for mm-hmm. me to explain that. But the, in actuality, when it comes down to it, they're not so keen on the idea. Is that a light bulb moment? Wait, well, so it's a fantasy almost. I think a lot of people, yeah, it's a fantasy, but in actual reality, what they They're actually like, I don't desire want this. is they want a relationship with one person who supports them, who loves them. And and at the end of the day, in a kind of uh, slightly narcissistic way, only wants them. Because mm-hmm. it makes you feel better, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, particularly, I think, women. Yeah. If you think your man is always looking over your shoulder at the next woman coming down the street. Yeah. It doesn't make you feel fabulous. Well, here's the thing. There's actually a term for that. But the opposite. It's called compersion. Compersion. If I'm saying it right. It's the opposite of jealousy. It's actually like, let's say you're a woman and your man is looking at another woman or cuddling with another woman or talking to another woman. And you actually find it kind of cute and sexy. Instead of being jealous about it. So it's like the non-sexual version of cuckolding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. yeah. So we actually, like, people are, you know, people aren't the, literally not jealous. Just that's it. And I'm kind of like that. I actually, like, if I go to a bar with Jeff, I actually, like, kind of like when women talk to him. Because I'm like, yeah, it's nice. Like, people, yeah, other people want him. Uh, yeah, but I think that's a security level. I don't have any issue. That's I think true. it's funny. If women yeah. say something to me, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I don't go nuts. I, I mean, that would be ridiculous. 
I couldn't care. People go nuts, I, though. I, 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 to me, I'm not. I don't think I'm jealous in that way. I don't. I, and and we'll set like if Max and I are in a situation and somebody's you know flirted with you or whatever, we tell each other and we mm-hmm. have a laugh about it mm-hmm. because it's funny. Because we're not jealous. Because we don't have any desire, inkling, or thought that that means anything at all. Yeah. I mean, the difference for me is it's normally eighty year old men. <laughs> To hit on you? Yeah. Or to hit on Max? (laughs) That's a good thing. Well, no, to hit on me. Yeah. Whereas he's, it's a bit different for men. Yeah. You know, he's almost a 50-year-old man. It's a bit different. But, and he he probably gets a a variety. A variety. A broad spectrum. Of ladies. Yes, exactly. But um, I don't, I don't. Yeah, but that's. doesn't bother me at all. I mean, that's the thing. Like, amusing. If if your man is, that's, you know, you know he's going to do it, it's kind of hot. And you're like, you, you know, like gonna her, do you what? want her? Like, you're gonna, she's going to look at her or he's going to talk to her. Oh, I see. And no, then it's I, like I you kind of make it a game or something. I don't think that, no. But that's like, you know, I a lot of people have their own funny. things. I don't, I don't think anything like that. I just think it's funny. I just think yeah. the whole thing's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's, fu- it's, so it's funny because it would never happen. You're like, haha, bitch, he's yeah. mine. Is that what it is? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like yeah, that. yeah. So, the, so recently we're walking down the street, and Max and I like to go on our little walks. We're like mm-hmm. little old people who go for a walk, and we went for a walk. And literally, I'm walking, and this these two women, and they were older. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They were older than me. And they were, and I was within earshot, and they mm-hmm. went, "Oh, he's that." And I, I thought it was hilarious. I, I was, love that. I was just a bit like. <laughs> Like, that's amazing what? yeah yeah and then it happened again another day when we were going past a well-known synagogue here in toronto it's hilarious <laughs> and he's really? going past and this gaggle of women and he walked past and obviously they thought oh you know nice jewish boy exactly oh he's that like that and i'm just like i am here Oh my god! But they did it so within funny. like earshot i mean i thought it was very very funny that is so funny but weird at the same time. A but little funny, bit. But I, I don't get upset about no, it. No, of course not. But I thought it was very funny. God, that's funny. Hmm. Well. But I don't know what that term, the term for that I is. I don't know what that is. I think that's just you and your partner having fun. Well, I just, yeah, it's, funny. it's not having any hangups, not yeah. worrying about not it. Not being jealous. Or not worrying that the minute your partner is out of their, your sight, They're gonna something's going to happen. Yeah. And if you're in that situation, then it's it's bad. It's not, it's not good. It's not a happy road. Yeah. So, you know, get off that road. It's hard, man. Jealousy is a really toxic thing. And so, obviously, polyamory is not for you if you no. get jealous. No, which a lot of people do. But a lot of people in monogamous relationships are jealous. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, but it's just I would, a personal problem. But I would ask, I would ask <laughs> why are you jealous? Like, yes. where does it come from? Because the people I know where that has happened, something's happened. Mm-hmm. Like I know people like where the wife endlessly calls the husband and stuff like that. And you're like, and, but then you find out something's happened or where, um, you know, either endlessly calling, endlessly checking up or that they go out for the evening and they endlessly call them or check up or, or they go on like a boy's weekend or whatever. And the end and you're like, well, what's the root? And it's probably because something happened in the past. Yeah. Which is, you really need to tackle, you've got to deal with that issue first because if you have trust issues, you've got to deal with them. Yeah. They're not going to get better. So I think that's that's different. It's a bit different to jealousy. 
je- uh, jealousy that is based on trust or lack of trust mm-hmm. is a whole different because something has happened. Yeah. Uh, where the other person didn't know or whatever. But Are that's why cheating? being in a polyamorous relationship, it's like you don't have to be jealous because everyone's right there in front of you. I guess it's so. all very straightforward to the point. We understand what everyone likes, who everyone is. Everyone's been tested. No one's, you know, has any hangups. It sounds incredibly it's a beautiful. Complicated. Imagine <laughs> the size of the house you need, the bed, the car. But everyone just likes to snuggle. You see, I'm going to the practical. Yeah, things. no, I'm down for the snuggling. How do you buy sheets that cover a bed? But six. You have to have them professionally made. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> for you and How your do poly you buy family. A duvet? I guess you sew three together. You can sew them. <laughs> exactly. Right. God. I'm sure they make it on Amazon. They probably do. We should Google that. Polyamorous duvet. I love that so much. Um, I, I mean, th- it's complex. Yeah. It's very complex. We'll leave it with that. Hey, Mel? Mm-hmm. Let's do that. <laughs> Full stop. Okay, it's complicated, but you can do it if you want. Absolutely, no, totally, you know, me, totally no, no judgment. judgment. You do, you do what you want to do that yeah. makes you happy. Oh, that's just such a good make end. sure everyone knows exactly. Consent everyone's is happy. key. Consent is everyone's happy. Everyone wants to be in this. Yes, that's that's it from me. Full Susie. stop on Mel. Full stop. Fabulous. Okay, well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on Sharing My Truth Pod. It's been a fabulous little day. It has. It's been amazing. Missed you, Mel. You were on vacay. I was. Missed you. Back. Back, back, back. Back again. Well, we'll see you all next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.